on episode 432 of Nintendo Switchcraft. Play Divinity? Divinity. You can play Divinity with your friends. New Super Lucky's Tale first impressions and some games are on sale. Those stories and more on this episode of Nintendo Switchcraft. Back to Switchcraft is brought to you live every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and on Saturdays. You can tune in live over at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. This episode of Switchcraft is made possible by patrons like Piterate Zero. Get Switchcraft and my other content ad-free by joining the Patreon over at patreon.com slash runjumpstomp. And you can leave a voicemail for the show by heading on over to runjumpstomp.com slash voicemail from any device, and I may even play it on the show. All right, let's get started. I want to talk first about Divinity Original Sin, which is a game that I have on PC. Well, okay, Divinity Original Sin 1 I have on PC. I do not have the second one yet. Um, I, I'm i not going to pick up the second one because I haven't finished the first one yet, and it's a really, really good game, and, and while I'm sure that the second one is fantastic... I I have to start completely from scratch on the first one just because it's been so long since I played that I've forgotten everything. So um, I, this is not for me. But if you picked up Divinity Original Sin 2 on the Nintendo Switch, then I've got some good news for you. This comes from a post over at Larian Studios website who I have been feverishly clicking over and over and over trying to find out when is Baldur's Gate 3 coming out. No information on that yet, um, but they did say a while back it's not coming to Switch, but Divinity Original Sin 2 is on the Switch, and we've got some news. Let's talk about what news is happening. Uh, they said, hello, today we're releasing our latest gift bag, Order and Magic, packed full of new features, including options to randomize combat, increase your haggling ability, and organize your sweet, sweet loot, all of which will be effortlessly added to your game absolutely free. All right. So first off, that sounds really cool. Second thing that they said, and this is the thing that I think is most important, which is why I highlighted it here. uh, It says, what's more, we're pleased to announce that you're now able to invite friends to your game via the new friend invite feature on the switch. Just pick the friend you'd like to invite. And if they accept, accept your invitations, friends, uh, they'll join your party, whether you're just starting out or continuing your adventure. Um, this seems incredibly good, and the reason why this is important is because Divinity's Original Sin, the first one, is this really cool um, game that you can play split-screen if you want. You can you can play the whole thing solo, but you can also play split-screen. And in the first one, each per- person would c- control a character, and you would have to argue over things that would happen. So you might be talking to an NPC, and then the game will give you a choice. And maybe you want to pick one thing, and your uh, your friend who's playing with you wants to pick the other thing. And maybe you don't agree on it. Well, then your characters will basically play rock, paper, scissors, and and it will randomly decide 
what the game what happens in the game, which I think is very very cool. The only time that I've ever played a game that that did something like that was when I played Star Wars The Old Republic. Uh, it's an MMO, a Star Wars game. And in dungeons, they would kind of do the same mechanic when you talked to people. And it was a thing that it was a there was a moment when I was in a group, me and three other people. I think it was three. I think they had groups of four in that game, if I remember correctly. But it was me and three other people in a dungeon and uh, we were talking to the NPC and I played a bounty hunter and I had decided I was role playing my bounty hunter, not like. Um, not in chat or anything, but the decisions that my character would make were set on a very specific set of rules that, that I had laid out for my bounty hunter. Uh, and you know, if he takes a job, he won't flip on that job. If, uh, he takes a job, uh, it's okay to kill people, but only if that's what he's hired to do, he won't kill somebody unnecessarily. So like I had all these rules for my bounty hunter and I was in this dungeon and we were talking to the NPC, and I said that I wanted to do this because that's how my character would play. And the rules went, uh, the, the the dice roll went against me, and somebody else who was in my group decided to kill somebody. And I was like, like I felt like this was the best, the most, uh, how do I want to say it? It was the closest to old school tabletop Dungeons and Dragons that I ever felt like I had played before um, on a video game. And this idea of it coming to or or being in Divinity Original Sin is one of the reasons that it attracted to me to that game so much. But now it's it's here on Switch. You're going to be able to invite your friends in and you can play with your friends. And that is really, really awesome. I'm very excited for that for for everybody out there who has this game, I think that 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 you're going to have a lot of fun with that. All right, I want to talk about, speaking of a lot of fun, I want to talk about a game called New Super Lucky's Tale uh, for the Nintendo Switch. It is, I believe it's out now. I got a review copy and I played through the first couple of levels. Let me just do Super Lucky's Tale. Um, I played through the first couple of levels and it is really fun. It is definitely a love letter to the old school um what's the word I'm looking for? The old school mascot driven 3D platformers from the 90s. So think Crash Bandicoot, think Sonic, think Mario, think all of those things that that we dealt with Back in the 90s, it's like somebody took one of those, made it back then, and brought it forward to now. You play as this fox named Lucky, and uh, he can burrow into the ground and and go underneath stuff. He has a double jump ability, and he can attack things with his tail. And the the enemy in the game is this uh, family of evil cats. It's incredibly adorable, uh, but it's also really fun. I had a lot of fun playing... uh, the first couple of levels, I'm definitely going to check out more of it. And overall, if you miss that old school platforming kind of stuff, uh, you can now get it both in a physical form and as well as get it on the eShop. Uh, the game costs $40 on the Nintendo eShop and it is available now. 
Um, I had a lot of fun playing that game. And uh, if you want, you can check out my first look at it by heading on over to my YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash run, jump, stomp. Speaking of my YouTube channel, while you're there, uh, make sure that you, you know, like and subscribe and all that stuff. But I also have another game that I did a first look for that you might want to check out. This one is, it could not be farther from New Super Lucky's Tale ever. Uh, that one is like uh, rated E for everyone ages three and up. And then the next game that I want to talk about is Hard West. That game is rated M for mature, ages 17 plus. It is basically XCOM in the Old West, and it is really, really fun. I've uh, played two or three levels of it, again, uh, just enough to get my first impressions and see what the game was like. And, of course, there's a first look video over on uh, on my YouTube channel, like I said before, But this game is really cool. I like the art style a lot. Everything kind of has like a sepia tone. And uh, you you play... You know, I don't want to spoil the story at all. Um, In fact, this video might be spoiling the story. I want to get to gameplay footage. Let's get gameplay footage here. Um, So I I was showing... It looked like a story uh, video. I want to show gameplay footage instead. Uh, But it's a top-down game. You are, it's a tactical, turn-based, um, uh, uh, tactical game where uh, you, oh my god, is this the same video? What in the hell is wrong with this thing? I'm trying to, sorry, if you're watching the YouTube video, you understand my frustration because this is like one of the worst videos ever. Oh, now it shows gameplay. Okay, uh, so it's top-down, I'm like, alright, I'm just shutting this off because this is terrible. Um... I'm sorry for getting distracted by... (laughs) They put the same video on Nintendo's site twice. Uh, All right, let me talk about uh, Hard West. It's super gory, and uh, it's very, very fun. You You have action points like you do in most of these games where you have a certain number of things that you can do, and you use up those things either by reloading or shooting or moving. You can only move so far. Here's the thing that makes it different than others. You can shoot through walls and you can see like the enemy's shadows being cast behind like buildings and stuff. So you'll see them and you'll say, all right, I think that there's somebody there. I'm going to try shooting through there. And if you're lucky, you will hit. Speaking of luck, they also have like this luck stat and this this luck stat that you have for each character varies all over the place. So Every time somebody shoots at you and they miss, your luck decreases and it keeps going down until you get hit. And then when you get hit, your luck increases. So basically, uh, each time your character is shot at and missed, you're much more likely to be hit the next time. And one way to refresh your luck, if I understand the mechanics correctly, again, I've only played a little bit. Um, but if I understand the mechanics correctly, you can move to a new spot and that refreshes your luck. So it encourages you to move around the map a lot, which is very cool. Uh, the story was, is very interesting. If you watch my first look, there's something that happens very early in the game. And I was like, Whoa, I did not see that coming. I, I, I had made a joke about it 
just before it happened. And then when it happened, I was blown away uh, about what had happened. So it's very interesting. I'm, I'm curious as to where this game is going to go. And it is currently $20 on the Nintendo Switch eShop. So you should check it out. All right. We're going to take a break. We're going to come. We're going to hear from a sponsor. And when we come back, we are going to talk about some games that are on sale. Stick around. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. All right, we are back. Uh, let's talk about some games that are on sale on Amazon. I've got a whole bunch here. Uh, this is going to be very, very quick, and then we're going to get to your feedback. Uh, but these are all on Amazon. If you go to my Twitter uh, page, which is at RunJumpStomp, I'm really having trouble talking today. Go to my Twitter page, at RunJumpStomp. I linked to all of these things. Uh, but these are these are some games that are on sale on Amazon right now. Octopath Traveler. Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, Nintendo Labo Variety Pack, Demon X Machina, Astral Chain, Breath of the Wild, and Link's Awakening. All of these games are on sale for, I think, at least $10 off. I could be wrong. I don't know how much the Labo Variety Pack is on sale for, but I think everything else is at least $10 off. And I think it's a pretty good deal. And speaking of uh, things on Amazon, I also want to let everybody know that the Nintendo Switch Lite the Pokemon edition called the Zakayan and Zamazenta edition. That's the one that has the best coloring scheme of any Nintendo Switch right now, if you ask me. Um, that is also on sale at Amazon. If you want to support the show you and you're going to buy one anyway, buy it through my link. It would really help. All right. I got a whole bunch of feedback uh, for you from you guys. So uh, let's get to that real quick. I got an email. Actually, I got two emails from Nick. Let me grab a drink. I got two emails from Nick. Uh, the first one says, Hey, Bill, I think Luigi's Mansion should be game of the year. The light shading and graphics are outstanding. Nintendo has the best programmers, and this game shows it. I've been playing nonstop. When you encounter the desert, notice the lighting. Unreal and eerie. Thanks for letting me ramble. Nick. Um, Nick, I agree that Luigi's Mansion is objectively a very, very good game, but there is something about it that has not grabbed me yet. I hope that that changes. I hope that something happens soon that grabs me. Of course, in order for that to happen, I have to actually load up the game and play it. And I haven't played anything in a couple days. I've just been too busy. So um, maybe that will happen. Uh, overall, I I said it on yesterday's show, or maybe it was a couple of days ago. The game is fantastic. But I just don't think about it when I'm not playing. 
And I'm curious how you all feel about Luigi's Mansion. Are you guys enamored with it like Nick? Or are you like me where you're like, when you're playing it, you're having fun, but it just doesn't call to you. Anyway, I, I'm, I'm curious as to what you, you guys all think. Nick also sent an email. They said, I wanted your take on a wired USB LAN connection for the Switch. Uh, FYI was thinking... Okay, I don't know why he said FYI. I think he just meant I. I was thinking of ordering the pluggable USB from Amazon. This one has the best download speeds and is much faster than the Hori and way cheaper than the one recommended by Nintendo. Um, I use like a really old one. I honestly don't even know which one it is. I think it's one that was meant for the Wii U and it plugs right into the Switch and works fine. So I think that no matter what you use, it's going to be... It'll be fine. It'll be better than a wireless connection. Um, I've had one since the Switch first came out, and I've been very, very happy with it. So I do recommend that that you get that if you find wait, you're waiting a long time for downloads or if you're getting a lot of lag in games. But keep in mind, even if you do uh, buy this upgrade, that doesn't mean that everybody else is going to have this upgrade. So if you're playing something like Super Smash Brothers, which is a peer-to-peer game, all Nintendo games are peer-to-peer games, and you're getting a bunch of lag, it's not because your little wire isn't doing its job. It's because not everybody has that wire. So it's not necessarily going to solve all of your problems. Just something to keep in mind. I asked you all what games you thought for the 3DS should be coming to the Nintendo Switch. And... I got a couple of answers. First off, Rusty emailed. They said, Kid Icarus needs a Switch game. The 3DS version is going to give me arthritis. That's true. You had to hold the 3DS. Like, it was so ridiculous that Nintendo even made, like, a stand to set your 3DS on while you were playing that game, which is, I mean, talk about solving a problem you invented yourself. Um But you had to hold the 3DS like up with your pinky in your hand and then hold the stylus in your hand. And then I think you had to hold like a a finger on a trigger up here. And then your left hand controlled the 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 circle pad and the other like the D pad and stuff like that. It was a disaster. And absolutely, that game needs to come to the Nintendo Switch if if only for the sole reason that being able to play. Uh, Kid Icarus on uh, a system that has not one, but two joysticks. I think that that's a great idea. Uh, Thank you for the email, Rusty. Uh, Ryan emailed. They said, for the question you asked on the Monday episode about what DS games you want to see on the Switch, I would want Legends of Zelda, The Phantom Hourglass, Earthbound, Scribblenauts 1 and 2. I know this is a Wii game, but I hope Wario Land Shake It comes to Switch. All right. Those are all great suggestions, uh, except for, um, okay, Zelda Phantom Hourglass would work just fine if you took the um, the controllers off and you split the screen like this, because if Zelda Phantom Hourglass was a DS game that was heavily influenced on touchscreen interface. What I think would be better, and what I wish Nintendo would do, Rather than making the, in my opinion, atrocities like uh, Super Mario Kart Tour. By the way, I'm in the minority. I know that there's a lot of people who love that game. My niece and my son play that game all the time. They're big fans of it. I can't stand it. 
Um, but I wish that they would bring Phantom Hourglass to phones. I want to play Phantom Hourglass on my phone. You split this screen in half, and uh, one, once once you split that screen in half, you have the bottom half to do all of the drawing that you have to do for Phantom Hourglass and the top half uh, to do the other stuff. I think that that's the best way to play that game and you can take it with you and it would be super fun now nintendo said forever ago look we're not porting games to uh, ios and android that's not what we're doing we're making new games and i think that they're missing out on bringing that game to a lot of people who would really really enjoy it and i mean you have to admit there are way more people who have these things, and I'm not just talking about Apple phones, I'm also talking about um, all the Android phones, uh, but you know, there's a lot more people out there that have phones than have Nintendo Switches, and I think that Nintendo is just throwing money away by not bringing Phantom Hourglass to the phone and you know, charging $10 for it. You know, actually sell it as a game, don't do a bunch of microtransaction nonsense, just sell it as a game. And I would play the hell out of it. Now, Earthbound. People have been asking for Earthbound on everything forever. I think that that falls on deaf ears for some reason. Uh, Scribblenauts 1 and 2, I can see that. That makes a lot of sense. And then Wario Land Shake It come, coming to the Switch. Um, I had a lot of fun with Wario. I think that... It, no, oh, Wario Land Shake It. I was thinking of Wario Where. Yeah, Wario Land Shake It. Um, when the video game store or video game store, when the video rental store down the street went out of business because of Netflix, um, they sold a bunch of stuff. My wife went in there and she bought me Wario Land Shake It for the Nintendo Switch, or I'm sorry, for the Wii. And unfortunately it was scratched, so I didn't ever really get to play it. But uh, I've seen video of it and that game looks super fun. It was fine. She only spent like $2 for it, so it didn't matter. But uh, that game looked really fun, and I would love for another Wario Land game to come to the Switch. And WarioWare Gold, like that's a game that just came out on the DS in the past couple of years. Absolutely, bring that to the Switch. That's what we should be playing it on. Uh, let's take a look at what chat is saying. Uh, let's see. Joey Blaze in chat says, Luigi's Mansion 3 is awesome, but I think it would be better if it were voice acted. Um... Okay, I I don't I don't think so. I I I find the voices in those games to be irritating, honestly. And if they we went through the whole thing and we're hearing, um, what's his name the the Doctor E E Gad. If we went through the whole game listening to E Gad actually talk, I think it would be weird. I don't know that that would work. Uh, Skis Please said I would play stupid money for NES games on mobile or GameCube games and GBA games. That makes a lot of sense. I, I would I know that there's a lot of people with the, with that would pay a lot of money for those. The problem is, is the inputs. Um, you don't have... I mean, sure, you can buy a controller that'll work on phones. All phones are... Well, all phones. All iPhones, and I assume most Android phones, uh, have controllers that will work with them. Um, in fact, check this out. Where is it? It's, it, you know, I can't show you. It's in my bag, but, um, my eight bit dough light 
paired with my iPad, and I was able to play some Apple Arcade games on that the other day, which was cool. Uh, I was, and, and so now it's got it like that, that weird controller I bought because it was super cheap, $25. And I wanted to try it out for the switch and I was really disappointed in it, but it's super flat and it now has a, a coveted spot in my backpack where it's always with me whenever I go anywhere. And so now I can take out my iPad, set it down and start playing. And if those games would like those old NES games, and Super Nintendo games. You know what they should do? You know what Nintendo should do? They should release the NES Classic uh, library in the Nintendo Switch Online app. So if I boot up Nintendo Switch Online, if I turn this on, they should allow me to play those games on here with a controller. I think that that would be amazing, and they would... Like people would, people would like that app a lot if that were the case. Anyway, thanks for the idea. Uh, London Gamer Twitch says, I want Skies of Arcadia on the Switch. Was that a 3DS game? I don't know. I'm not sure. Uh, Dex Retro thinks that that would be awesome. Uh, Skis Please says, I was thinking controller controls, but I think Game Boy Color games would work fine with touch controls. Maybe. Some would. Some would not. It depends. I don't like the, I don't like virtual controls. I can't stand virtual controls. So uh, that's just me, though. And London Gamer and Twitch is, is letting me know that it was a GameCube game, um, Skies of Arcadia. I never played it. All right, that's it for today's show. Again, there's not a lot going on in the in the world of Nintendo. Uh, I'm sure that we're going to have some information coming soon. Uh, but anyway, if you want to become part of the community, we've got hundreds and hundreds of people hanging out over at runjumpstomp.com slash discord. If you want to watch the show live, you can head on over to twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. And of course, you can get a hold of me uh, like everybody on the show did today by heading on over to uh, runjumpstomp at gmail.com or on Twitter at runjumpstomp. This show is part of the Giant Size Team Up Network. For more information, check out gstu.net. And of course, check out my other shows, 143 Pixels, uh, Run, Jump, Stomp, and StadiaCast. Check out all those shows by heading on over to runjumpstomp.com slash shows. The music you're hearing right now is Corneria Star Fox Remix by Noteblock. It's awesome. You're awesome. I'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye.